and when we have so much time with family, we get together with our loved ones, we have all of our different holiday traditions, you know, the things where we have to do this, we have to watch this movie, then we have to do this in that order. There are many songs around the holiday times that talk about being home for the holidays and how important that is, being home for the holidays. And each of us have our pleasant memories of Christmas's past as well as the not so pleasant memories as well. But the, uh, the memories of our time with our family, a time that's very family-centered this entire time of year. It's the joy of being in their presence that makes our time with family so, so enjoyable. The joy of being around those people who we have known for so many years, the people who we have so many connections with, the uncle who narrates stories, or the sister who plays the piano, or whatever it may be. All of us have our different memories and our experiences. Now imagine for a moment a Christmas in which all of the family members decided to Skype or call instead of showing up. No one got together. Everyone instead made a phone call or Skype. Or they said, I think let's just think about each other on Christmas instead. Well, I'll just think about each other instead of actually getting together. How different would that be having no one present? How very different. You see, the presence matters. Presence means a greater relationship. It means greater communion with another person. In our relationships with the saints, this is also true. But it's also harder for us to comprehend with our weak spiritual perception. This is why the church has given us icons. We have these icons that are called windows into heaven, and they're surrounding us here in the church. But these icons are here also to remind us that the saints are present with us, that the saints are truly here as we worship the divine liturgy, and they're truly with us as we journey through our lives, and the angels are with us. Each of us has our guardian angel with us right now. Ponder that for a moment. This room is very crowded. We just don't have the perception to see that or experience that. There was a story of St. Jacobus of Evia where the chanter was singing the cherubic hymn at the Divine Liturgy. And then he sang it again. And Father Jacobus didn't come out of the altar. Then he sang it again. And this went on for about 10 minutes. And finally, Father Jacobus came out and did the great entrance. And afterwards, after the liturgy, he went to the chanter and he said, Forgive me, I'm so sorry. I had a hard time getting out of the sanctuary because there were so many angels in my way. Because he could perceive and see and experience what is reality but is a reality that's very far from our poor spiritual perception. Another way in which we can be in the presence of saints is through the reading of their lives. This is another way, just as with icons, we can have a communion with the saints, likewise in reading their lives. A large part of what makes our Christmas gatherings is the history, all the family, the shared stories that we have together. 
the memories of different things of the past, the retelling of those, the telling by one person and another person says, no, no, it happened this way. All of this is what makes for our communion with our family members. And likewise, when we read the lives of the saints, we become closer to them. Of course, we begin by reading the lives of the saints in the Holy Scriptures. And Holy Scriptures, by the way, in Greek, the word is agiagraphi. Agiagraphi. And the word that we have for the lives of the saints is hagiography. Does it sound the same? The original lives of the saints is the Bible itself. This is where we read about the life of God himself and the life of all of his holy ones. But we as Orthodox, we're not limited by just the Bible. We have so many books in which we can learn about the lives of the saints. And just as we are enjoying to read the Bible regularly on a daily basis, likewise reading the lives of the saints, to begin to know these and have relationship with them. In addition to the icons, in addition to the lives of the saints, it's also important, the most important way in which we can build a relationship with the saints is through prayer. Through that spiritual telephone. Pick up the phone and we call upon the saints. Of course in times of need, but that's not what makes a good relationship. If any of you have had kids in college, you have the experience of, they only seem to call me when they need something. When they need money or something else. Likewise, how many of us, that's our spiritual life with our saints. We call upon them when we really need something, or with God himself. But otherwise, the phone pretty much goes unpicked up and unanswered. So we can begin to know the saints better by praying to them on a regular basis. There are many ways that we can do this with Agathis, with Paraclesis service, even just with using a prayer room. Many ways in which we can connect with our saints. And this is exactly the same as when we connect with our family members who are at a distance. Exactly the same. And we do this also in the church as well, where we sing hymns to them. These are prayers that we offer as a family. If you think of all the conversations that you've had over the years with family members and loved ones, that's really what makes up your relationship with them. Is your communication, the back and forth. I share, the other person shares. And over years and over many, many, many conversations, that's what forms our bond. And so if we don't do that, we have no bond with our saints. The final thing that I would like to offer is that we have not only the icons of the saints, not only do we have the, the prayers that we can offer to them, and not only do we have their lives which we can read and learn from, but we have the presence of the saints themselves. We have the saints because God has left us their holy bodies. We have their relics. They know for us, with our Western minds, it's really hard to comprehend what do, what do we do with this? What do we do with the relic of a saint? Because our, our faith has become so intellectualized, so spiritualized. And so we have relics that might be before us, and you will today. What do we do with that? What do we do in the presence of our loved ones? We honor them, we give reverence to them, we commune with them, we have time with them. 
This is exactly the same that God has given us through the relics of his saints. You see, the relics are the real presence of the saint, him or herself. Our parish is very blessed to have the relics of four saints, one of whom is commemorated on this day. Because 2,000 years ago, King Herod, as we heard in the life of this saint in the Gospel of Matthew, King Herod brutally murdered 14,000 infants. 14,000 infants. And by God's grace, we today in our parish have a relic of one of those holy innocents. And this blesses our parish. Day in and day out, we have the presence of the saint who gave himself for Christ 2,000 years ago. Before Christ was even announced to the world, he gave himself for Christ. This is what we learn of in the gospel today. And this is what we have as a presence in our own parish here. So the saints are always there as our family members. It's not like certain seasons we have in our own families where oh, this is family time. We get together at Christmas or we get together at Thanksgiving or we have a family reunion. It's not like that in the mystical body of Christ. We always have the saints present if we desire to seek out their presence. They are always there, quick to intercede, quick to be on our side, quick to commune with us, as long as we choose to pick up the spiritual phone and commune with them. I encourage you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, know the saints. They're your distant family members, whom by time and by the circumstances of our own lives, we haven't gotten to know. But that can be changed. That can be changed starting on this very day. How much more you will know the holy innocence slain by King Herod by having seen the icon in the narthex, by having heard the prayers that were offered in the services, by having heard about the life of the saints in the gospel reading today, yes, also by venerating the most holy realm. May their intercessions continue in our lives in this time in which life is so easily taken away. Life is so easily ended by others. Let us remember the holy innocents and pray that they may intercede on our behalf and for all of creation. That the killing, that the abuse that we do to others may end. That we instead may be as them innocent and holy and blameless offerings.